Hello and welcome to the show. I'm Ross. I'm Juliet. And today we have a question for you. The question is, why the future never comes? And so, why do we keep planning for the future? And so does the future really exist? So, Juliet. Yes. What has made you come up with this question? Well, I was listening to Eckhart Tolle, which I've been studying years and years, but finally my consciousness is at a point that I finally get him, you know? And I was always trying to visualize and manifest and make plans and this is what I'm going to do, this is what's going to happen. And I realized recently, the more I listened to it, he basically said, the future never arrives because we are always in the present moment. And then it put me in a loop. If the future never arrives, if I'm always, always in the present moment, why am I planning for the future? Therefore, what's the, what's the cure for this disease? Yes. Because we are like an obsessive manifester. We always want to manifest. We always want to visualize. I'm kind of tired of it. And it's so common right now to always be thinking about what you're manifesting, what's going on in the future, but at the same time, like you're not supposed to be thinking about the future. And something interesting for me is like Eckhart Tolle talks about for two years, he sat on a park bench, and I think he said he was even like homeless, but he was perfectly happy and perfectly bliss. And he was one with the present moment. But like, in 2020, in modern times, like most of us aren't trying to just sit on a park bench for two years until we can figure this we out. We could have right? actually with this Corona day, <laughs> uh, with, with a mask on. Yeah. Everyone would be totally leaving us alone. Yeah, so this question is kind of how do we get out of this cyclical, like, okay, I need to be present, but also I can't be thinking about the future. And I think one thing that really hit or like struck home with me that he teaches is like, Anxiety exists when you're worrying and thinking about the future. And then depression thinks about when you're... Worrying about the past. Yeah, depression and guilt and shame is when you're worrying about the past. Like, I should have done this differently or this uh, happened badly. And you almost keep bringing it up into the present, which is now. And so this whole book, The Power of Now, it talks about the power that's accessible to us now. And so then with this question, it's like, okay, how do we almost plan for the future, change ourselves now for the future without getting into this trap about looking to the future because, oh, well, these plans that I'm making for the future and these goals that I'm setting are then going to make me happy and everything's going to be great. And it's almost like finding salvation in the future. So what he said about that, I have an answer. What he said about that, you cannot plan for the future if you don't have a foundation in the present. Mm -hmm. Therefore, you have to learn to be present first because when you're present, opportunities represents itself. That, that means you're not creating from the memory, because the future is what? Better version of yesterday. Because you have no idea what will happen tomorrow. You really don't. And since the future never arrives, he says the foundation of creating a future, future is being present. Yeah. And how do we become present? Do you know? Exactly. Breathe. Exactly. Or he says, feel inside your hands. Yeah. The minute I actually, this is like my go-to. Uh-huh. Even when I'm driving, I feel inside my hand and I feel the vibration. I feel tingly. You know, sometimes I'll feel heat. I'm like, at that moment, I'm not thinking about anything else. So if you're watching right now, all I want you to do is to relax. 
and just see if you can focus on the energy inside your hands. Just for two seconds, you don't even have to close your eyes. Just put your energy, put your focus in the middle of your palm. Seriously. And it helps to breathe. So take that deep breath, kind of like I was talking about. And then you can you can focus energy in your hands. You can focus energy in your feet and your legs. And what he says is like this is your beingness. So there's more to us outside of these meat sacks, these these uh, earth suits that we walk around in. And so if you close your eyes, you can actually feel like there's this thing, there's this force, there's this being inside of you. And so whenever you focus your energy, you start to feel that, and that's like. Your presence and you're beginning to feel this thing that's actually like inside of you and emanating and it's I'm, the energy that we're made yeah. out of we are energy balls yeah and another thing i want to come back to is also like so when you're in this state of like man i, I want to plan the future and, and, da, 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 and you're thinking of all this stuff that you want to do is like you're planning from whatever state of mind and whatever level of presence you're in basically you get what you are you don't get what you yes want. so you're like making plans and so wherever you're at, it's like you keep recreating this. And there was a time in my life where I was, you know, it's very like hustle culture, culture now. Like do, 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 make your list, try, 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 and just like push limits like every day, right? And so I felt like I was a hamster on a wheel for several years because I was efforting so hard, but I kept getting the same results. I kept having the same patterns come up, same issues with the relationship, same thing with money. And I'm just like, I'm trying so hard. Because... But why are things not changing? Because you were planning for the future, you were not being present, and you were creating from the memory. Mm-hmm. Every single time, over and over again. And that's right? what we were talking about, it's this cyclical cycle. cycle. Yeah. I don't even know why it's called a vicious cycle, but... Because um, that shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that was tough. Oh, my gosh. Do the same thing over again. Um, so what do you think, for someone who's watching, maybe they realize, like, any time a pattern is coming up in your life, it's like it's the same level of consciousness that's repeating it. So beyond, you know, we kind of talked about some first steps, like focus on the hands, focus on the breath. Like, where do you go from there? Think about this. When you look in the mirror, what do you see? You see your reflection. <laughs> yeah. Universe is a mirror. Mm. What you give is what you get. Therefore, think. Check what you're thinking. What are you feeling? Because your mm. feeling creates the vibration. Are you feeling sad? Are you feeling worried? Or are you happy? Or are you miserable? Or are you heartbroken? Or are you broken? You feel super poor. If you feel you you feel super poor, and you're a victim and you're miserable, what are you gonna get? What does the mirror give you? Exactly. It's and it's almost like you get stuck on a tape. Exactly. And you try to work your way out of it. You try to effort your way out of it. But it doesn't work because it keeps the same thing keeps happening. And we hear so many people talk about concepts. So we hear people talk about like attraction and you have to be the thing first. But what happens is like you try to like, okay, let me think of let me think good thoughts. It, instead of saying I'm broke. It's really like, hard. Right. People be like, let me say, okay, why well, I, I receive and I'm abundant and I have all this money coming. And what happens is you may be saying that thing. But so you don't believe so it. So you think you're creating this other like this new reality, this new version, but the feeling, the vibration behind it, that's the thing. Because if you still feel that way, 
you're still gonna it's like what's the current under the words so if you're saying these words that are like everyone is telling you to say but deep down you don't feel worthy of love or you don't feel like you can actually make money but you're trying to tell yourself in your heart you know you're lying you don't believe yourself yeah and then what happens is you feel bad because you're trying and it's not working and then it's like this again this cycle because there's like shame and then there's guilt and then it's just like and it just piles up okay this is a tool you don't have to do it but this is what i do whenever i get stuck in a fear mode fear mode mostly fear yeah. and worry i totally watch a funny video mm. on just to get me on like yes. it, for two seconds it could be a cat video a video um i mean baby video I like uh, puppies. something stupid something no-brainer literally just watch something just get yourself out of that because the more you um stay in it the deeper it gets it's like a big hole yeah it's like a snowball like so if you think of a snowball and it's rolling down a hill it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and so you can have a positive snowball yes. that's going uphill and, get, and gets bigger positively or a negative snowball that's going down a hill but you, you can't think your way out of a bad vibration so what Juliet is saying is like you have to get out of whatever scenario you're in so if you can literally turn on YouTube and type puppies or funny cat videos and you start laughing like next thing you know like scientifically you feel better you feel better you're, you're releasing different hormones you have less cortisol going and like then from there you can start having access to new thoughts that exactly. will actually make you feel better yes you can move also yeah. because when I was depressed mm. I would not want to leave the bed yeah. and I would be in the like fetus uh, pose yeah. like i'm not opening up i'm I'm not breathing and i was like oh i was in a dark 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 place mm -hmm. and uh, my friend told me just get out of the bed and yeah. just jump yeah like jump i'm like why i don't want to jump you know but the point was to move the energy yeah. because energy gets stuck and um what eckhart is trying to teach us i mean he's he's an epic person but i think I wish we were all there. When that happens, usually around 3 a.m. in the morning, in the middle of a night, you're sleeping and all of a sudden you think about your bills. Oh my God, I have the rent and the bills coming and I have to take the kids to school. Like, it happens. I don't know why at 3, but it happens. He says, focus on your hands or just take a couple of conscious deep breaths. And when you do that, your egoic mind, which is the matrix talking, literally subsides mm -hmm. and that helps me a lot too now like, this is so important and i'm glad me. you said that because it made me think of this so this is something that had me stuck for a long time like a few years is like Eckhart Tolle has amazing amazing stuff but what happened to me specifically is i would do that I would have a thought come up that would make me feel bad and I'm like, oh, I'm not supposed to think about this. Like I need to either think about something more positive, which is what you hear in Law of Attraction, or let's just go, pre let's be present. What happens is those feelings don't go anywhere. No. So they suppress, they subside. And then what happens is, okay, so at three in the morning, you let it go, you go back to bed. The next day, it's like, hey, how you doing? And you just let it go again. You're like, no, I'm, I have to be doing good stuff. And then the next day, it's like, hey, I'm still here. Like, don't forget about me. 
And what happened, I felt like I got so into meditation, into yoga, into journaling and all this stuff, and I had to work really hard to almost suppress these feelings and to keep them at bay. And if I missed one day meditating, one day, like I would walk a lot to, to, to move mm -hmm. and to get that physiology going because that may, would make me feel better, especially like in the beginning of the day. But it was almost like this was so deep under me that it was just like waiting for me to just make one little mistake, forget to do one of my things. And what I realized, I read this amazing book, Untethered Soul, Mm. And they talk about actually feeling into what is going on. Breathe into it. Yes. And so, and when you breathe into it, that is presence, which is what this whole conversation today is about. So I feel like for so long, these thoughts would come up and I would just like push them away. I'm like, nope, I'm strong. We're not doing this today. I'm abundant, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, I have this recording that's like running my life for this blueprint. That the has matrix. A, yes, the matrix that it's I'm stuck in. <laughs> exactly. And I have a completely different belief system, so I'm just like trying to be like, nah, nah, play it. Like, I got this going on. Like, we're good. Uh, but it would just keep coming back, keep coming back. And it wasn't until I really started feeling it, breathing into it, and not like attacking it or fighting back. And then I could you start... You see it's there. Yes. Yeah, I see you. You're there. I know you're talking. I'm listening. Yeah. But I'm smarter than you. Right? I'm just going to breathe and be present. Yes, and I still... And it seriously leaves you. Yes, because it's like I have, I have a choice. Like, that's what you do is you give yourself a choice. And, and I think for so long I was running from it. And then finally it's like, what if I turn around and face it? And what if I let it be there? Instead of just like totally negating this, what people would say, like the shadow side of me. Mm. What if I integrate it? And so say it's okay, but I'm, you know, still going to keep moving forward. And, mm. and you can say what you want to say, but like, I hear you, but we're going to keep, we're going to keep moving. And also like, just really feeling. And I think for some time I had like shut down my emotions. Um, because so, like I was just trying to suppress everything and so eventually I didn't even know what I felt anymore and I was so, like so in my head trying to think my way out of things mm -hmm. trying to plan the best route for me looking into the future because I really lost touch with my heart yeah so this is what I do now um, I'm an avid book reader like you and I've been reading over 20 years into metaphysical teachings and neuroscience and all that that's what I'm into so I read this book called letting go by David Hawkins years ago mm -hmm. but recently I'm a slow learner recently good things take time <laughs> <laughs> recently I went back to it and I finally got the technique that he was talking about um, exactly like Michael E. Singer breathing into the emotion right mm -hmm. You basically take a deep breath wherever it hurts because when energy is stuck in your body, it hurts. Instead of thinking about where this emotion is coming from, oh, Ross did that to me and I'm never going to talk to him again. And I'm, you know, because that emotion is attached to a memory. Usually the emotions or the heart feelings, pain comes from a trauma, memory. I didn't do anything bad to her. <laughs> <laughs> yet <laughs> so since it's stuck the energy is stuck because you never work through it you suppressed it mm -hmm. it keeps repeating right so he says close your eyes see where the pain is 
Usually it's on your solar plexus, it could be on your heart, it could be on your throat. And breathe into it. Just breathe into the pain. And I swear to God, it moves. Because you're not fighting it anymore. You're, you're not suppressing it. You're saying, okay. And you just breathe into it. Don't think about the problem, what it causes it though. Just breathe into it. Therefore, that problem is going to go from your memory too. I mean, I just had a breakup. And it took me two, two years, you guys. I told you I'm slow. Two years! Two years of a heartache. Who does that? Am I really that stupid? I don't, I, I don't want to call myself stupid. I'm a, I'm a you know, chronic romantic, maybe. Or maybe I didn't want to let go of the victim or identity because we all have a story, right? I don't know what I was thinking, but I never knew where this pain was coming. And when I did that technique, literally just breathing into the pain, now I don't even recognize that girl anymore. That girl just gone. I'm single. <laughs> we'll link the uh, the old IG somewhere. Make sure you slide into them DMs, y'all. Uh, but also, but you know what I mean, right? Yeah, but more importantly, like, what happened to you from that process? Because what I heard you just say is like, you know, I'm a, a hopeless I'm single. I'm, <laughs> I'm, That's all he heard. I'm a hopeless romantic. I, the pain, da da da. But like. What about, what's the good that came from that experience? Self-love. Okay. okay. Uh, what standards? Okay. Because I wasn't coming from the pain anymore. I was not um, basically paying attention to the red flags. It doesn't matter if it's a relationship. It could be a red flag related to jobs. You're saying yes to things because you're so afraid to lose a job. You know, or you're saying yes to a guy who's not treating you well, or you're saying yes to your mom that you know it's wrong. So and just to just to add to that, it's yeah. like we say yes to that because we think it's gonna do something for us. It's gonna make us feel good or help us, or and some of it's like still attached to the future. But it's like it's almost like I need this in my life so I can feel whole and complete, or so I don't feel bad or I don't have to deal with myself and process some of these emotions. Would you say that's part of it? Uh, I feel like if you have a stuck emotion somewhere, you're not 100%. Um, the machine is not working properly. Yeah. If you think of this as a battery, the energy is not moving properly. So you have a glitch. So you have lower standards. A glitch in the matrix. That's so true. Yeah. You the, know? The black cat. So, but also it's Basically like... Basically you settle. And it, but it's kind of like there's a need to be with that person in that time and you're afraid of losing it because what does that mean? Codependency? Yeah. Not being liked. It's not going to happen again. I'm never going to meet someone. I'm never going to feel this way again. Those were my, you know, we have the connection. What connection? <laughs> Look at me now. I became a bitch. A good bitch. But good also, bitch. you know, we've already previously talked about this and what I'm getting at is like, you had this beautiful journey of what I feel like is becoming, becoming who you are. I woke it, up to myself. And exactly. it hurt. Uh, it was and the you worst. you had to feel some stuff. In order to find the cause of my pain, I had to go through the lesson again. Otherwise, I would not know where the pain was coming from. Therefore, I would not be able to work on it. So this was the worst and the best relationship. Work-wise, too. I was, there are some people, they're really good at what they do, 
but they barely make the ends. Or there are people, they really um, have ton of customers, but they're not happy. Like there's always, like if you think, there's no perfect formula, but if you practice being present, I feel the tomorrow becomes an opportunity because you're not creating it in a way you're creating it by being present, like Eckhart said. Your foundation is good. So no matter what comes out tomorrow, that you're part, ready. That part, yeah. You know, I'm really, I mean, I don't live my life on default. Obviously, I plan things. But I only plan as far as I can see. I don't plan, I don't have a five-year plan. I don't have a 10-year plan. Right. I don't have a year plan. And I feel like when we make the five-year plan, the 10-year plan, which is what a lot of people are teaching is, we get so like, so narrow focused that we're not open to like opportunities. We and don't not, become flexible with yeah, that. Yeah, and we're, we don't, there's no surrender. It's like, it has to be this way. And so someone might be like, hey, I have this really opportun- really amazing opportunity that I want to introduce you to, but you might not even see it because you have tunnel vision and you're trying so hard to force. Meanwhile, if you just become present and tune into the thing that you want to create, is like next thing you know, you have this thought, like I should go say hi to this person or, oh, I know this person, I should reach out, out to them. And it's like that person can help you with what you need or introduce you to someone. But like, we're so stuck going down this path that like we're totally closed off from that. Abraham also talks about the same by the way, they all talk about the same message. Yes. Just a different Packaged way of explaining, right? This is what Abraham says. If you meditate and stop the thought process, be present, then you can hear your soul talking to you. Mm-hmm. Universe guides you. If you're present, when the tomorrow comes with the opportunity, you're able to process it from a clear perspective instead of, oh, I have my five-year plan, I already made my decision, I'm not going to take the million dollar you're offering me tomorrow because I have other plans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You're a little bit more flexible. So that's where I am. I make a, you know, like a plan for my month. I Basically, this is what I do. What's my best, next best move? Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes my brain will go into planner mode and doer mode and what do I want to create? And I'll have like a lot of energy and it's like excited energy. But also if I go and meditate with the focus of like, okay, like I have all these things in my mind, like what should I focus on? Sometimes I'll come out of that, me- that meditation very clear and like, this is the thing. Let's put my energy here. And it's crazy like how much quicker you can get to where you're even trying to go because you're putting your time in the right things instead of like just looking busy like putting my time and energy everywhere like doing doing so but you were present and you heard the message so how do you know the message is coming from your mind ego self or from the universe this is a great question oh my gosh this is like the question of all questions because i have literally spent like this year really strengthening that inner voice which is a practice and i think a big thing a big step one in all of this that i wish i had known in the beginning is like total acceptance let it be okay to just be where you are are and 
always oh my gosh and be gentle on yourself I was so hard on myself for so long I wanted to be somewhere else but you, you that is a recipe for not being present because you're so stuck now what was your question how do you know when you mm. get a message because when you're yeah. in meditation we get downloads yeah <laughs> So, I love when people call it. I just hit a download. It's true though. Uh, so how do you know if it's your ego talking yeah. or it's really universe guiding you? So what I notice is like this is why I went into the talk about. Um, I know the answer. I'm just right. So with for me, <laughs> I know it helped me get clear by doing all of these things. So the total acceptance, because what would in and being comfortable with where I was. Because what would happen is like, my brain kept trying to find a solution. Like literally one day I'm like, I'm gonna move here. I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna be a day trader. I'm like, my brain was working, always, always working so hard and it was exhausting. It was trying to to plan this like mythological place that I was gonna be in the future and I was gonna have everything I need and I was gonna be happy and it was gonna be wonderful. And- uh, The future never comes. No, ever. And I'm planning from this state that wasn't good. And so that was definitely not my intuition. That was not a download. That was not source because I, I was so gunked up at the time that I couldn't hear it. And so after the practice of letting go and letting go and, and agape, they say, let go and let God. Yeah. So you surrender and you let go and then you're open to these things. Um, sometimes it will be the first thing you hear and your brain will be really quick to be like, you might have an idea. Oh, well, I'm not this enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not tall enough. Never a problem Because your brain's job is to keep you safe. Exactly. Your brain never wants you to try something new. And that's from a biological standpoint. Yes, yes, yes. Because I mean, years, we're in survival. Yeah. Years ago, if we're out in the tribe, you know, hunting and there's like a pack of lions coming, like we're probably not going to mess with them. We're going to go find a lone one. And so... Now in 2020, when our brain's still trying to operate that way, things are a little sticky. Yeah. Um, but also, now it's like, for me, I don't have to just like get an idea and like, okay, I'm going to go act on this and, and put everything into it. It's like, I like to let it sit and I like to, I feel like I let it come out of me instead of it's like, oh, I'm going to try to create this. Like, it should feel fun. It should feel good. It sh should feel easy. And I think that is a big difference. You just said the key word. I was just gonna cut you, yeah, but I'm good, I don't I'm good. have to. How Very do you cool. know? <laughs> uh, how do you know if it's coming from your ego or it's coming from the universe? The way I know, if I feel it in my heart, I know it's from the universe. Yes. But if it's a chatter, if it's coming from my mind, it's usually like, okay, do this, tomorrow go do that, yeah. and then call this person, you know? Yeah. But the other one is the ease. Yes. If I feel ease about it, yes. I know it's the right path. By the way, for this shooting, for this video, we only decided two days ago. We didn't, because it was flowing. Mm -hmm. It was not planned year and year. It was... Just whatever wants to come out. Yeah, you know, it just, we just wanted to do it just because we wanted to do it. Yeah. There's no other reason. And we ha both have a lot of stuff that we want to share. And also with that last thing about the flow and the ease is I had known all along like what is what is inside of me that I wanted to share, but I think there was a lot of fear covering it up. 
And so it made it really hard for me to hear that voice. Or maybe I would hear it and I would let my mind talk me out of it. And sometimes I would even convince myself that the ego stuff is really what I wanted when it wasn't true. Because it's easy. Yes, it is. And you can just do the quick action and go for it. And so that's where that, literally that practice of being gentle on yourself, acceptance, coming to presence, meditation. And, and I think like there's no quick fix but to do the practice, and for anyone that's watching this that may be in a tough place, like whether you're suffering from depression or you're just in a rut, it's like, be gentle on yourself, give yourself time. You don't have to fix this right away and know that like, there is a movement part. So I think a lot of people are like, let's just sit here and manifest and everything's gonna be great. It's like, no, like move and explore yourself and, and meditate and, and journal and take walks and, and try things that are fun. And we will be doing more videos about, I wanna do a video with you about creating new habits because mm -hmm. you're really good at it. Also, my personal message would be, when we say let it go, we mean let it be. Just accept it. The minute you accept it, it stops fighting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We have so much to talk about. Oh my God, I'm like so burst out right yeah. now. Like I'm ready to go uh, th again. Thank you so much for, for staying with us and hanging. And we really hope that uh, maybe this sparked something new in you and, and will help you in some way. Yeah, we're just having fun. And if all else maybe enjoyed looking at us. <laughs> <laughs> Such a Leo. <laughs> Until we meet again. <laughs> <laughs>